What's up, YouTube? I'm Robert, and this is the Biker Channel, B1. I am having all kinds of technical issues today, so I apologize for being a little bit little bit behind, but it is what it is. So uh, let's, let's go ahead and get started for the best that we can. Um, the first thing I want to say to everybody out there is thank you for showing up, man. I really appreciate it. This is the 47th episode uh, of the Biker Bar, so if you're not familiar with it, it's been around for a while. Definitely uh, stop by the channel. Hit the subscribe button. This is, I just split this off of my other channel, which some of you guys may be familiar with the biker channel where I have most of uh, my POV kind of stuff posted. And um, so this is just an interview kind of podcast. It's live stream every Sunday at 5 p.m. or 8 p.m. Eastern Eastern time. Oh man, I'm getting flustered already. This is not a good start. <laughs> so anyways, uh, I really appreciate everybody coming. So since this is a new channel and it's, and it's just moved over, if you guys could hit the like button, the subscribe button, it really helps it grow. Tell your friends, if you have an opportunity to share this with somebody, please do. I do want to uh, give a special thanks to my, my, most tried and true sponsors, everybody out there on Patreon. Those are the guys that are interested. Uh, five bucks a month, get a sticker pack, get early access to the videos. A buck a month, you get in there anyways. And I have a bunch of coupons on there for different vendors that I work with. Like the uh, sponsor for today's show, actually. That's a pretty good one. That's uh, Project 321. If you guys haven't heard of them, they have been around for a long time. And I've actually been a uh, customer of theirs for way before I was in the YouTube game. I really, really enjoy their their hubs a lot. And they have great prices too as well. So if, if you really want to um, save a little bit of money on something, I just did a little price comparison before we got online today. And for a competitor's hub set that I would buy, it was right around 650 for the, for the front and back boost. Um, and I went ahead and priced them out on Project 321. They came in at 600 bucks. But if you use the Biker Bar Baller code, so B-I-K-E-R Bar Baller, B-A-L-L-E-R, if you don't know how to spell that, <laughs> there's an extra 10% that you can get off of them. So that brings them down to 540. So that's like $110 cheaper than what the competition is. They have all kinds of colors like black, blue, gold, green, orange, pink, purple, red, and turquoise for you Yeti people out there. They have different engagements. It's 144 and 216 points of engagement. Pretty sick stuff, man. Really, really impressed with them. Have always been stoked about them. They're, they're American-made company. When you're buying from them, you're putting food in the kid's mouth. It's a good deal. And Jake's a good guy too, man. You, you've probably seen him in a few of my videos if you uh, follow the biker channel. So let's get on with this episode, man. Today's going to be a really fun one. We have a surprise for you guys probably coming up closer to the end. That's going to be a riot. So make sure you hang out and hang out for all of that. So today, let me bring on... Oh, man. Let's see if I can do this without screwing it up. Let's bring on our guest today it is bkxe i'm sure you guys are all familiar with brian hey brian how's it going man <laughs> looks like brian dropped off there he is in control that was <laughs> i was like the only one in i went over to the youtube side oh it's a, it's, it's all screwed up 
But as yeah. long as as long as it's still broadcasting, that's all that matters. Okay. We'll, we'll go ahead and hope that that's what's happening. Take, <laughs> take the control away. I don't know what's going on. I'm hitting all kinds of buttons. Things, <laughs> things things are just a mess today. So how about the internet, man? What about that? It's crazy. You, that was actually one of the things they were predicting is that like, oh, there's going to be so many people on the internet because everyone's at home. And I don't really know if anything ever came of that. There wasn't really anything that I noticed that was like screwed up. I will say, I think that it's been, it's been a little laggy. Like I'll get on and check, like, uh, you know, I'm IT guy. So I'll check yeah. like uh, my speed tests and stuff like that. But I think there's just like, there's some latency issues or something like that, man. Something's up. Yeah. Now, so. Yeah. Now that you mentioned that, like when I click on stuff, sometimes I'm like, it's taking that extra, extra <laughs> second to route. Definitely getting the uh, the full wrath of the internet out there. B bag it on me for being I us both on being IT guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're paying good money for this streamyard thing. I pay for it. You pay for it. Yeah, Come on. yeah, yeah. Who knows, man? You never know, right? It's just like maybe there was a solar flare or something, yeah. right? <laughs> That's supposed to be a legit like thing. Like if there if we ever have like a solar storm, like we haven't had like a real solar storm since we've had all these devices and cell phones and stuff. We're gonna. Ugh. Worse than it, the Corona. Are you into that stuff? You, you like to watch the like space stuff? Oh, I love, I love it. Yeah, it's oh, cool. Man. I don't get too deep because it gets pretty depressing actually, because it just makes you feel. It makes the whole world feel this big when there's like, hey, there's billions of stars in our galaxy, and there's billions of galaxies. Yeah, like what? Every time I, I, I I'm totally into it too, man. The, the lady likes watching. Like I always tell, tell her like she's always watching somebody die on TV. Yeah. Like somebody's been murdered, somebody's been slaughtered, it's, or it's like a, 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 a fake show about yeah. people that have been dead. <laughs> you know? So like for me though, it's always like physics and space. Like I really get off on that stuff, but it just hurts my brain, man. Like when you start thinking about what you just said, it's just like, I, 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 I can't put all that shit together, man. <laughs> it, is, it is, it is a lot. And uh, well, you know, we got the Space Force now, so we could all join up the Space Force. There you go, man. I don't know if we'll be exploring space or or dominating space but whatever it, just, it is it just reminds me of like like starship troopers or something like that it's just gonna be a hot mess right yep <laughs> don't they say that it's it's cockroaches that survive like a nuclear nuclear like holocaust or whatever yeah you call it? yeah so and it, us we survived somehow i think we were little rodent mice or something like that some <laughs> kind of thing like that when crazy uh you know asteroids hit the dinosaurs and everything 65 yeah. million years later we're live streaming we're having all kinds of problems oh yeah yeah <laughs> or people people are people are catching on <laughs> <laughs> so anyways well what's been new man you you uh you've been locked up in in the house like a like a in the penitentiary not too bad oh I dro I, you dropped off again, but I'm going to talk like you're still here. I'm going to answer your question for as long as I can. <laughs> Stupid Streamlabs. So yeah, I, like the timeline of the recent events was that, uh, that I was in Nashville. Was I in Knoxville or Nashville around March 4th? I was seeing disgraced comedian Louis C.K. And at that time, it was already like, this is going to happen. This Corona thing is going to happen. And like, there was, it was a sold out show, but there was like half as many people there as, as there should have been. And, uh, so like the writing was on the wall. So like the next day I went to uh, Seth's place and I was like, Hey man, Seth, like we're going to have this whole thing, this whole lockdown thing is going to happen. And, uh, I don't think he really believed it at the time, but I was trying to like get him, get to convince him it. And then, you know, a week or 10 days later, it became real. We did the lockdown thing. And then, 
Man, I, it sucks just talking here with no feedback. Nobody in the chat saying what's happening. I don't know. Okay, wait. Now Robert's reconnecting. <laughs> here we go. Now I hear <laughs> It's still going. I will continue my story like nothing ever happened. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is a mess. I can still hear me through if you're, you have. Yeah, the yeah. Okay, I, you got, yeah, you got it. I threw up my phone real yeah. quick because I was like, what is happening right now? <laughs> so that's good to have the double check. Good Lord. StreamYard is killing us. Software yeah. is a service. So yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was at Seth's house. I was locked down there. And then I, I was like, it was funny because I was doing virus updates on Patreon and kind of saying like, oh my God, we're going to get locked down and all this is going to happen. And it did actually end up happening, but I thought it was going to be way worse. I thought they were going to stop like, interstate travel i thought i wasn't going to be able to drive back anywhere so uh -huh. all at the same time i happened to meet sarah my gal pal here who was uh -huh. uh, actually came home with me and i met her and we were you know very much you know on the same same wavelength and talking and stuff and i was like man i don't know how much longer are we going to be forced to be locked at seth's house for months but yeah. if, I, if I go home, I'll be locked at my own house for months. And I'm like, hey, Sarah, you want to come? Just hang out and let's see what happens. And that's what happened. Oh, my God. Now my phone turned on. <laughs> How is that possible? But, yeah. I think, so, I think we're doomed, dude. Yeah, we are totally doomed. So, yeah, that was the, that was the timeline of uh, what's been happening recently. And now Sarah's been here for maybe six or seven weeks now. All of a sudden went by like that. And uh, she likes California. And we're getting along really good. So it's making, making really good... Uh, yeah, it's been great. It's been making really good internet YouTube, yeah. that's for sure. <laughs> oh my God, I thought we were going to be a while until we got into this, but since you brought it up, dude, you broke the internet with this thing. <laughs> I never thought I would get on a mountain bike YouTube channel and see like 3,000 comments of guys like chattering like they're watching the soap opera, man. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> yeah, we're going to keep it going. We're going to have some fake uh, relationship drama. We're going to oh, break up. Go. We're going to get back together. She's going <laughs> to cheat on me. We're going to have all kinds of really oh, good stuff. Man. We got to get these views up, baby. We got to get this thing going. <laughs> All you need to do is watch like any old episode of, of like, uh, what was that MTV show? Oh, it's right on the tip of my tongue. Real World? Yeah. Yeah, just watch one of those episodes and be like, we we'll throw some of this in, little little Jersey store. Create some <laughs> fake drama, like... Oh, yeah, my ex-girlfriend, she's going to come and live with us, too. That shouldn't be a problem, right? <laughs> I don't even understand what seems to be an issue here. <laughs> so how'd you guys meet? I saw, like, a little clip on one of the channel or one of the videos. It was just kind of like you threw it out there. Hey, you want to live in a van? And then you like, kind of back, back down, you backpedaled. You were like, oh, God, I think I have <laughs> Yeah, so that, that ride was the first ride that we met. So there's uh, one of the, the guys that's a, a fan of the channel, Brian Chambers. He... Uh, works for Chick-fil-A. Sarah worked for Chick-fil-A as a consultant and they had a mountain bike kind of group. They had a little mountain bike crew at Chick-fil-A headquarters in Atlanta who would go on mountain bike rides and stuff. And uh, Sarah and, and Brian were some of the more advanced riders. So they rode together more often and actually re really, uh oh, are, you, are we dropping out? Okay. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he's given up. But uh, yeah, so they, they, you know, they rode together and actually this really interesting story about Brian Chambers went to Spain, Basque MTB, one of the trips that I always talk about, and met another oh, wow. another guy that I know named Dan, who's been on a bunch of trips, and they became friends. And then Sarah, Dan, and Brian went on a couple different trips. They went to Whistler, and they, they had a couple trips this year planned. So it's very neat like that my videos kind of inspired this kind of indirect traveling and friendship with 
Brian, Dan, and Sarah. And then I got to meet Brian, Dan, or I, I hadn't met uh, Brian yet, but I had already met Dan from Chasing Epic Trips, and I hadn't uh -huh. met Sarah before. So I got to ride with all three of them at that on that ride at uh, Mulberry Gap in North Georgia, and that's how we met, and that's how everything just started rolling from there. And it was it was pretty dang cool. Right on, man. Yeah. Where did you guys have a conversation with like, like? hey if i introduce you on the channel like there's gonna be some there's gonna be a lot of people with opinions maybe some of them that we don't want to hear you, you know what i mean yeah i try i think i i was pretty good about like okay i don't think i really had a full-on like yeah maybe we did have a, the full-on talk of like hey there's gonna be a lot of creepers there's gonna be a lot of weird stuff like uh robert's gonna drop out and he's gonna join back up <laughs> But anytime, like, I can take the public pressure, I am a public person, I signed up for this, anytime you add someone into that, it's going to be a lot of uh, weird stuff. Women especially, it's just an extra layer. So, like, the, the, the first thing I told her was, like, okay, if anybody tries to follow you on Instagram, don't follow them. Turn your Strava to private. Like, just all these little things that can just add up to stalker stuff, you know. But we try to trust that people are good and that kind of stuff, but I'm very, 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 very aware of all that stuff. And, uh, so yeah, I, it's a balance. It is my life still. And I'm still going to live my life in public as, as much as I like to, to show it, but not all of it in public. And now we wait for Rob. <laughs> I can do this by myself. I, I do live streams by myself all the time, but I need a drink first. It's actually kind of crazy when you think about just sitting here talking to myself. This is actually the reason I don't do Patreon live streams because we probably have a lot of people on the live stream right now and nobody's chatting whatsoever. <laughs> We've got like, you know, a few people, a few people have, uh, you know, are in the chat right now. But it's like, you need like a thousand people. If you're going to be live streaming by yourself, like right now, I, I need like so many people in the chat to be able to riff off of different things. You got to have questions ready because it is utterly bewildering. Hey, what's up, Brian Chambers? Good to see you. Or I was just talk, talking about you. We got Andrew Angley in the chat. Now we got the chat uh, coming, coming alive only because uh, the format of this is kind of more like hang out and be in the background. Ah. So I saw a really good uh, comedy special recently. And I shared it on my Instagram. Did I get my coil noise? So okay, I'll, I'll I'll go off I'll go off the chat instead of my uh, random thing that I was going to talk about. The the uh, the coil noise on my bike it's still there, but I don't think it uh, I don't think I can hear it during the ride. I don't think it's actually that loose during the ride. But I still am a a little bit uh, sketched out that I can just like move it and just get it going. So yeah, it seems good. Yeah, I definitely I got to call you guys out. <laughs> Keep, keep, and then yes, uh, Brian T. Back in the day, Rob would do these live streams with like thirty people and just go for three hours. That is, he is magic. He is like so good at the conversation. He can just talk and ebb and flow and make good stuff. And that is like ten thousand hours of just doing that. If you just do that every day for ten years, you'd be an excellent radio host. <laughs> Savant, I did. We went to demo. I think it's on my Strava, but you know how Strava is sometimes when you don't have signal. But yeah, we went to demo for us on Friday. Really cool, really cool ride. There was hero dirt because it had just uh, it had just rained, so it was 
It was very, very cool. Oh, Jeff Everhart planning a camping trip to Asheville. Very cool, man. It's, uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how everything starts to roll out and starts to get back to normal with because you could go out and camp in some kind of dispersed camp spot, go get food at a grocery store. It's just not the same, man. Where's the Speedy t-shirt? Yeah, that's a jersey, the, the Speedy jersey that I had in my original uh, videos. I still have it. I still, I haven't done any jersey stuff like these uh, the uh, t-shirt stuff that I have up there. But I, originally I was gonna do all jerseys, but uh, I did t-shirt instead. <laughs> Poor Rob, <laughs> Poor Rob. I'm taking, I'm taking over. So if people are curious about the cats pooping in the yard, I think since we've been back and Sarah's been working out in the back, uh, working from home in the backyard a lot. So like we've kind of had our presence around. So the cats have not been, uh, have not been out here so much. And, uh, the poop has died down. There's been a couple piles here and there, but not, not like the 10 pounds of cat poop that we found when I, uh, when I got back in. Oh, how did I make my logo? So I, uh, on Instagram, there's always artists. One of the coolest things about Instagram is like, you go on Sticker Mule. If you go on Sticker Mule's Instagram account, you can see all these really cool artists. It's amazing, like how, like every single day they post all these cool stickers. So you look at those artists and then you look at the artists, like the people that they are following, and you can go on a total rabbit hole of like trying to find a really good artist. So I had kind of an idea that I wanted it to be letters. I wanted it to be letters, mountains, and wheels. I kind of had that idea, and I pitched that to a designer. And the thing is, when you pitch something to a designer, you pretty much have to tell them. You almost have to hold their hand. I've worked with a ton of designers over the years on this channel with all these different you know, t-shirts and stuff, and I've gotten good stuff, but you, you have to tell them exactly what you want, which sucks. It's like, oh, the dream of a designer is like, hey man, I've got this little idea, you bring it to life, and uh, I haven't found that person yet. I've, gone, I've had so many designers, and I've had to hold their hand through everything, and this, that's, I suck at the design. I don't wanna come up with the design. I wanna come up with like a little nugget, a little seed, and for it to bloom. So, yeah, that, that sucks. But uh, that's, yeah, that's kind of the story, how I made uh, my logo. Brian Chang, oh, he's coming back. <laughs> I don't know which one you got. <laughs> oh my God. This is out of control. I held it down, I held it down. Dude, you were doing awesome, man. I'm, I'm just gonna have you be my uh, my my permanent me for the rest of the show. <laughs> What's I, up, you I'll just, I'll just send you a bunch of uh, text messages of what I yeah, Here's the questions. <laughs> So, oh my God. Well, Crazy. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know what's going on in my house right now. We're going to blame my, my yeah. ISP because I like ran upstairs, tried to start my other computer, punched the, the baby, kicked the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Smashed a bottle over your wife's head, you know, whatever oh works. God, this is just out of control. <laughs> like I, the worst thing I've ever had into, until now was like there was a thunderstorm going on in one of mine. And the power went out, and that's yeah. a, le a legit thing. Yeah, like, you, yeah. how many live streams have you? You've done more live streams than oh, anybody. God. Like, Probably, like hundreds, you know. Yeah. And uh, it's just fortunately that's when I was I was using Hangouts back then, and I had like just jumped on with my phone, and yes. then it ended up working out. Yeah. But like with this, if I I just added myself to my phone, but if I don't put 
you're not the, uh, the you're not the ruler you're not the administrator yeah, if you're on your yeah. phone you're just another person jumping in yeah right? so who knows man <laughs> we'll see what happens so how was the interview going everything good <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was great we're all we're all here we got we got plenty of people people do come alive in the chat that's kind yeah. of the, the interesting thing is that you know, this is a live stream, but you've kind of built it where it's more of an interview show. People yeah. sit back and they watch and stuff. And so I was about to go on a little tangent, which I thought would be really interesting because one of my favorite comedians, Mark Normand, he uh -huh. released his, his uh, comedy special, his one-hour comedy special on YouTube, which is kind uh -huh. of a rare thing. Yeah, he, yeah. He spent probably twenty-five grand to make it, and then nobody would buy it. Netflix, Hulu, you know, Amazon Prime, nobody would buy it. So he released it on YouTube, and he got about a half a million views in the first day, which oh, is wow. pretty good for somebody that most people haven't heard of. Yeah, his yeah. His channel wasn't very big and stuff, so pretty cool. And he did it as a premiere, so yeah. there was a ton of super chats coming through. So he's oh, nice. just like getting little five bucks, five bucks, 10 bucks, a hundred bucks. And it's just yeah. su such a great way to sh see that like, oh man, he's got fans, he's got his people and that there is a medium out there that you can just use it and put it out there and people will find it. The more that the YouTube grows, the more that you, you really question like how this is going to completely change television and how people consume it. I mean, it's just, it's already, you know, pretty drastic even with like the younger kids where like my son like pretty much would only watch youtube yeah or like and my daughter is like doesn't really watch a lot of tv other than like she's like on snapchat or something like that all the time you know so it's it'll be interesting to see you know another 15 years from now like kind of where everything and ends up playing out at definitely how habits change yeah yeah and i mean there's some people where it's like oh man they they should get a TV show. And then you're thinking about it. You're like, <laughs> exactly. you're like, dude, but they're probably making just, they're making TV show money on their own channel as it is. Right and now. without having to deal with the network saying, Oh, yeah. you can't say this and you can't do this. You just do what you want. But it just takes that time to kind of roll it up into that, that eventual thing that you can do yeah. what you want. So, um, you've always been a little bit looser lipped and not, you know, totally following the, the, um, the PG, way of your channel do you do you feel like that's something that's ever, that's bitten you in the butt yet or has no, or I, I i go back and forth for sure because like when my niece was born last year i was like man i gotta cut out the cussing a little bit like it's just in my regular life so my regular life always reflects my youtube life i don't i try to keep them very much the same i don't want to be a different person when you meet me in real life versus see me on screen so yeah, i tried totally. to dial down the cussing quite a bit I, I i actually read a comment earlier today on my whistler ews race like oh if you didn't cuss so much i'd be able to watch this with my kids and it's like i used to get those comments all the time and i rarely yeah. get those comments it's like dude what do you expect this is a friggin' race it was like the hardest race of all yeah. time you're gonna i'm crashing in the rain and stuff your kids are gonna learn the word like right. it's, it's it's justified but then i'll go back and watch a couple videos where it's like ah oh, i'm just cussing all the time and it just it it just sounds weird now which is yeah. the weirdest because i've lived my life cussing all the time and that was normal right. and then then to like kind of see it and like kind of evolved a little bit it's it's interesting yeah you know it's funny because i mean i do the same thing so it's just when i how i raised my kids was i always kind of felt like you should teach them the right the difference between right and wrong and not like shelter them from the world of like oh there's no such thing as bad words like to me it was yeah. more like like hey like 
this is an adult word. And when you're an adult, you can make that decision to, to use them. And, you know, I would be honest with them. Be like, sometimes I wish that I didn't have such a potty mouth, but I kind of, it's like kind of who I am. And yeah, I do have control over that. But I always wanted them to just know, like, know the difference. Like, hey, this is just not appropriate for a kid. So that way, when somebody is walking around saying cuss words or whatever, it's like they just know. It's like, hey, that's that's just not right for me. You Definitely. know? Definitely. So, but it's hard to like, you know, take your opinion and push it out to you know thousands of other people on the internet. You know, so it's definitely uh, definitely interesting. When you uh, first started your channel, how how did you get it to grow? Man, it was an amazing time because there wasn't enough mountain bike stuff on YouTube at the time. There was yeah. Seth bikes ha bike hacks. There was this guy MTB Tips, the guy from Australia, kind of mm -hmm. had the yellow branding. Do you remember that guy? No, like I don't. he had it. Like like if you ever look back, if you're searching for like how to tie a tie or like how to da -da -da, how to do a manual, like uh, those basic things that people did videos about when YouTube mm -hmm. first started and they have yeah. million millions of views. It's like that legacy, like that first generation YouTube people. Mm -hmm. he, like he totally got it, but he was just spent eight years doing it when nobody was there and nobody was yeah. like paying attention versus four years ago when I started, it's like, okay, now people are here. So basically for me, it was keywords of like doing a test ride, you know, doing bike reviews when I'm not a bike reviewer, but I tried to figure out a way. It's like, okay, I'll, I'll call it like a first look or a test ride and just giant trance advance. Like anytime there's yeah. these bikes that just get searched for like Still, to this day, Walmart bikes, specialized bikes, you know, giant yeah. bikes, whatever the main big brands are, you know, Fei Tech Gimbal. I did a right. lot of like basic keyword search type content. Then I threw in some of my own stuff and I just kind of evolved to be like, hey, I'm going to make this more about travel and trails and places instead mm -hmm. of stuff. And there was there was a need. There was definitely a, it was a time four years ago when. There wasn't much out there at all. So people were just desperate for like, oh, wow, actual mountain bike stuff I can watch and pay attention to. And the guy can mm -hmm. actually entertain me a little bit. That that kind of little snowball kept growing. Yeah, you know, it's been interesting for me because uh, I just started this this channel up and, you know, it, it all of a sudden makes you remember all the growing pains that you had whenever you, you had your other, like when you did your channel, you know? Definitely. So, so like for me, it's like, it's just, you know, things that I've taken for granted, like, yes, like being able to get a super chat, you know, it's like, oh, crap, I forgot. I got to get, you know, a thousand people to, to hit the subscribe button. And it's is, that all it, is it just a thousand? That's yeah, it's a pretty thousand. good. And your watch time should be pretty good, too. Hopefully. Yeah. My, my live watch, streams are live. Yeah. Or I'm, long, I should say. I'm pretty sure the watch time, I'll probably hit the watch time before the subscribers. Yeah. Oh, it's, cool. It's crazy because that's usually backwards. Most people like will hit the subscribers and then they're struggling to get the watch time. Definitely. But I, it's funny how like hard it is to get somebody to hit the subscribe button. Yeah. Like, like I don't have as many followers as you on my regular channel, but I have 8,000, right? Yeah. 8,500, something like that. Like it matters. And yeah. <laughs> like, um, but you would think that you'd be like, hey, man, everybody loves this. Like, go push this button on this other channel that you guys all said that you like, <laughs> you know, and they're like, oh, yeah, we love the bike bar. Yeah. And then you go and you like you watch what happens in like 50 people out of. Yeah, 8, dude, friction. <laughs> it's fr friction is the craziest thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just nuts that it's, that it's like that it works out that way. You yeah. Know? And, and, and 
that's like if you try to sell a shirt or you sell a hat or something it's like yeah. it's it blows me away that people are actually willing to spend money and like to do that and do a super chat because yeah, yeah people can't cannot be bothered to go over and hit subscribe <laughs> or hit like or leave a comment but they like it's it's very weird that how the ebb and flow of how everything works and trying to find your people and getting your people you know active enough to do something I'm afraid to push any buttons. I just clicked one. I'm like, <laughs> oh God, what's going to happen? So I hit this. I, I was trying to show a Savant's uh, comment that he just threw yeah. up. Yeah. Only 4% of his views are from his subscribers. Yeah. Which is, which is makes sense because his, a couple of his videos are very, very good. And then they kind of blow up and maybe get 50,000 views or 80,000 views. And it's yeah. like, whoa, you didn't have 80,000 subscribers, but you had, you know, tons of views from these other random folks yeah. because you're making such good like explosive comments con yeah. contents yeah yeah no he's good too and I, he's got this like camber to him that just like it, it flows i could listen well. to him i could always yeah. listen to his great voice yeah it's awesome. i'm like it's like i'm like yeah you could go ahead and tell me about how you put a toilet together i'm just yeah, gonna listen to it. yeah. <laughs> totally good stuff man so um as you were growing your channel, I remember you posting, I, I told this story on a podcast I was on the other day about how I used to chat, or I still do, I, I think you do too, on uh, MTBR forums. Yeah, I popped in recently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's a good place, yeah. And and uh, I used to I used to chat on there a lot more than I do now that I have a lot of time being taken up by, by the channels. But um, I was telling this story about, you know, there was this guy that started posting his videos on there and he was kind of quirky and at first i was like who is this dude you know and like i believe the term you used was spamming my videos on mtbr <laughs> not posting my videos did i say that you've said it several times in the past <laughs> i may have I had, it was never spam <laughs> i was probably drinking no. <laughs> oh he dropped off he dropped off right when it was getting good i'm gonna close this other window so that the wind noise doesn't affect it as much We'll get back in there. He'll he'll come back in. Does high views with low sub count affect monetization? Um, yeah. So it's like YouTube wants you to have at least a thousand subscribers and then certain amount of like, you know, views or watch time kind of thing, just to make sure you're legit. So not to get political or anything, that there was that pandemic video that came out. So that thing maybe got 10 million views, but I don't know if that channel was actually monetized. So, you know, something just bursts onto the scene out of nowhere or gets re-uploaded on a different channel that's like maybe like a, just somebody made the account just to get the information out there kind of thing. They're probably not making money off of it, but it's possible they are if they had a different channel kind of thing but uh nice bks mtb from algeria welcome welcome i see a biking with them emily i hope your uh, puppy is doing good that thing is very very cute and it already looks very big from the instagram photos uh it, the, the puppy looks massively big compared to oscar seth's dog that still looks like it's the same size as it was 12 weeks ago or whenever they got it oh he's coming back i feel it i feel it Oh my! Looks, <laughs> I don't even know. Where, I was watching you on there. You, were, you looked like you were you were handling your shit. <laughs> I was giving it. I was giving it my best shot. Yeah. I, 
I thought, I think it's very, very cool that you've been doing the clips. I don't know if you guys have happened to see anything come up in your subscription feed or like suggested feed, but Robert's been clipping out pieces from his podcast, just like Joe Rogan, just like any kind of podcast. And it's really cool because we don't have that in the mountain biker world of like, hey, I wonder like how did Seth start his channel or what advice does Seth like, oh, where's Alex Bent? Like these little things that people are probably typing in or they yeah. don't know to type in, but they now they will know to type in and you get them hooked on things. So I'm a big fan of pro wrestling and there's this guy named Jim Cornette who's like a big loudmouth. He used to be a manager back in the day, but he has a podcast and he goes off on these tangents and YouTube just once you get on one little 10 minute tangent, boom, boom, yeah. boom. They just keep serving you all these little clips. So I think that's a total eventual, you're gonna build up a very, very good library of all these little fun clips and like people jumping into the YouTube world for the first time, the mountain bike YouTube world for the first time are gonna be able to see these clips and like really be like, whoa, okay. This is like get up to speed pretty quickly, I think. By the, awesome. time, by the time we're done with this live stream, all that's going to be left is clips because it's going to be like, well, let's see which five minutes of this Robert can actually make a clip out of because apparently he needs to get a new internet provider. I was like, what can I do here? I think I'm going to start sending smoke signals. It's all I got left. Yeah, man, it's so hard to keep the momentum of a conversation. <laughs> it just gets cut off at the knees. So you were talking about MTBR forums, uh, yeah, first watching so, my channel. Yeah, and then you were making fun of me for a game. I just found <laughs> it. So anyways, it was just like like that. that is a you know a way that you can get started you know and it's like like reddit. get on the different boards reddit and things of that nature but um for this podcast it's just like it i don't know where to go yes you know what i mean like it's yes. such a different format like it is and it's like you're almost depending so much on youtube algorithm to be yeah. like somehow find these get these suggested hopefully something will get picked up and people yeah. will be like whoa because it's just like a snack once you eat one you're going to eat 10 of yeah. them and if they're all good it's just you're building that library and building it on the way to eventually where it'll actually you know it'll take off yeah, yeah, and I think the clips. I think I think the clips will be like good because not everybody wants to spend two hours listening to people talking, but it's fun to like have a little bit of just like get some of the the guts of the story or something. Totally, because like you know? people consume their content totally different ways. My buddy Joe, the Calirado kid, he can't listen to a two hour podcast. He's always like, "Man, these people do these two hour podcasts, three hour podcasts. I can't listen to it. I've got twenty minutes in the car when he's you know dropping his kids off at daycare to go to work, and he can only do twenty minute, ten minute chunks and." The clips are perfect for that. And the best thing is if you have YouTube premium, I don't know if you do or not, but no, you, you load it up and you listen to it like a podcast. You turn off your phone and it still plays in the background. Oh, nice. You, can, yeah, you yeah. can download it. It's automatically suggesting clips. So it sounds right. seamless. Sometimes you're like, wait, am I, is this a different clip? Am I on a yeah, different yeah. video now? But it's, it's a very subtle, subtly like the best podcasting software out there. It's YouTube premium somehow. Right, right. Do you know that guy before your channel or? Just like through the channel. Yeah. So my buddy Joe, uh, he was in uh, a couple of my videos. I'm trying to think of what the uh, the video was. I, we went fishing. There was a, it was out like Sly Park or not Sly Park, uh, Scott's Flat Lake is the first yeah, time yeah. I did the Hoot Trail. So me and Joe, we've been friends since seventh grade. It was, oh, uh, wow, yeah, okay. like, you know, when all the elementary schools yeah. feed into the middle school. And so he, he went to a different elementary school and we were friends in middle school through high school and then kind of, you know, 
drifted more apart in college and now we, we've been friends here and there, but now he's getting into mountain biking. He's watching my videos. So we've kind of like gone on a few rides and it's the best, just it's it, the ultimate best to like, he's like, yeah, man, I, I watch your videos. I like, he kind of had a mountain bike before kind of sorta, but it got the fire burning again. Yeah. So it's, it's, I the think ultimate. his, I think his channel is going to do really well. He's good. I, he's the yeah. one guy like in high school, if you would have yeah. thought who, who like who would be famous, who would like have yeah. like have that magnetic personality, who would who would have already been doing a podcast or a YouTube yeah. channel? It would have been Joe. So hopefully he can get things going. He's really funny, fun guy and yeah. he's, you know, larger than life and I, I like what he's doing. No, no, I definitely I've watched a, I met him through the MTV NorCal group. Cool. And then I've watched a few of his videos and every time I'm like I can tell you know, you can tell he's starting. You know what I mean? But but of course you can see like the channels that you can tell like you're like oh this this guy's gonna do there's something there yeah and and that's the thing man like uh it's you have to entertain first that's all you have to entertain first and then you can inform and you can do things and you but if you just can't get that first level of entertainment of like people being able to stomach you and and being intrigued by you like good or bad like you're never going to get past that that hump is is that your uh, best advice to somebody that's getting started or is that oh, like, there's, uh, just one of many? It, yeah, it never ends, but <laughs> it, it really is the entertainment factor in making stuff that people want to watch. Like we've seen Paul the Punter come out of nowhere. He's my number one example of yeah. I don't know how long ago he started his channel, but when he started really, you know, reverse engineering YouTube and thinking like, okay, I want to make this kind of video and this is yeah. what people probably want to hear and want to know about because I can tell there's other things going on boom you make stuff that people want to watch but you need to balance that with stuff that you actually want to do and participate in because you could become all these other crazy youtube burnout guys that you know have 10 million subscribers and they're like okay we're gonna fill the pond up with uh motor oil and this time we're gonna do 10w30 last time we did 10w40 (laughs) it's got to be better i'm gonna dump jump in and snorkel in the motor oil hit like and subscribe paul Paul the punter definitely did a good job of that i mean he started out with that whistler video like uh it was somewhere like that like riding a walmart bike down a big hill or something like that and and i think that you know obviously gave him a good kickoff and then from there though i mean he's definitely done like you said a really good job of analyzing what's pertinent and then putting out like good quality content yeah he's a great storyteller yep and that's the thing it's uh there's a lot more to it than you know strapping on the gopro and running around yeah just to mention your friend's channel again uh the calirado kid mtv savant he put it in there in the chat yeah if you guys are listening uh, definitely check out his channel and i'm sure you guys know who paul punter is if you don't go check him out as well both good channels um what is uh what is one of your no that actually i don't even want to say that (laughs) so whenever you when i first started watching your channel you you were always doing a lot of comments about like kind of like motivational speaking in a sense is there like a a certain part of you like that's like you just like read those books to go to sleep at night or (laughs) like like is that just some part of your inspiration or just who you've been for a long time i love that stuff man like i i feel like i've fallen off of it a little bit more like I, i feel like i haven't injected that stuff in as much as i used to because all of that stuff, like the self-help, the business books, all that stuff like led up to me being in the right mindset to be able to create my own business. And my business happened to be entertaining people on YouTube. And man, it's it's 
the one thing that matters most is like not having a victim mentality, like getting out there, doing what you want. Like there's so many things in all these little self-help books. And that's, a, it's a funny thing. It's, it's almost like a mental health exercise. Like you go to the gym to work your muscles, but you like read these books to, to exercise your mind. And I haven't read many, you know, self-help audiobooks and quite, I do a lot of listening. I haven't yeah, listened yeah. to a lot of audiobooks in a long time. It's been so long. So like, that's kind of why I probably haven't been injecting as much of that stuff in there, but it's just so important. And I don't know where I really caught that out of my listening habits. I almost want to say it was Adam Carolla because he would talk about how he had a crappy childhood he came from absolutely nothing and he just hustled and hustled and hustled his way to where he was and that's the mm -hmm. story of anyone with billions of dollars oprah just the ultimate absolute crazy underdog story of yeah. these people that were challenged and beat down and just had oh a little bit of success then boom back down then back up and uh it's all there and we can all relate to that we can all relate to like just not being exactly where we want to be and how do we build to where we want to go and yeah i think maybe think and grow rich might have been the first one that i really like listened to and there's a million of them and like yeah my uh my original youtube uh, uh channel with me doing audiobook reviews that's probably where there's a good uh -huh. li list of them there that's funny so um where do you like what kind of goals do you have with your channel now like in with that like you know, you had the, obviously the aspiration when you first started to just make good content somewhere, five, 6,000 subs along the line, you're like, you know what, I'm going to try to quit my job and like do this. Yeah. And, and I remember for a long time, the story was like, you know, Hey guys, uh, my bank account's like going down every day. So I only have so much more time until like, I'm actually making it. And, and here we are like years later now. So it's like, you met that goal. So what, what's like the, the pie in the sky for you now? Like the moonshot? Oh man, there's so many, so many things. And I always try to think of things as crawl, walk, run. And right now I'm like four years into this and it feels like it just went by like this, but then parts of it are like, oh, why don't I have my own thing? Why don't I have a, a giant bike company that I run? <laughs> why, don't I, why, don't I, why don't I, why don't I have my own version of Whistler? Like what the heck, why, is it, why isn't it taking so long? Why is it taking so long? When in all honesty, it's like, dude, that, it's so, it's just one little step at a time, one little thing and, and I continue to think a lot about stuff that I can do beyond the channel, that I can do stuff with the channel, to mm -hmm. promote other things, to build my own companies or different bits and pieces. It's It's been an obsession and something I've thought about for so long, but now it's like, okay, I find, okay, maybe I can do this. Maybe I can do this little thing yeah. first. Like my merch has been kind of a good stepping stone right now. Like I, I've got my hats, I've got my sweatshirts and you're kind of, you learn the process of like, okay, I want this to get made. Where does it get made? How many do I need to order? What do I, and you know, it's a small scale operation, yeah, yeah. but it definitely helps, but it gets your mind thinking like, okay, so if I wanted to, you know, do my own tires, how do you do your own tire? You know, where do yeah, you get, yeah. how would that work? Everything is like a white label service nowadays. You could put your name on anything. You, could, right. you know, like I could have my own chain lube. There's so many right, right. different ways out there. So I'm, I'm going to dance around the question because I actually feel like for the first time I actually have like a pathway and, and big ideas and places I want to go. But mm -hmm. then if I talk about them, it just gets yeah. everybody hyped up and it yeah, never yeah. happens kind of thing. Yeah, but like, I, I think it. about it all the time. And really, if you think about my channel, what my channel is, it's inspiring people to go mountain bike 
go travel. If I can find a way to like meet people's needs, there's so mm -hmm. many things broken with mountain bike travel and you know going out there. If you're on a road trip and you go from California to Asheville, like where are you gonna stay along the way? Where there's a million cool places to go ride. Like what do you, what are people looking for? And there's all these problems. Businesses are just people solving problems, and mm -hmm. there's all kinds of problems that I want to solve. Yeah, I, I think that um, one of the things that 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 caused me to start thinking about is when you started your channel, um, I think part of it was like you wanted to go travel and see the world. You also were starting a channel that has a really high overhead. Yeah. <laughs> so like, like, is there anything that you would have done differently? Like looking back on it? And, oh or, man. Or no, I, I love it. I love how I made it work. Like I, yeah. I look at my expenditures are still like, they're still way, way, way too high. But over the past couple years, it's just, how can you spend this much money a month? And like, somehow I'm getting this much income and it's, it's actually, you know, yeah. it's, it's covering it. But, yeah. uh, yeah, just probably a hundred thousand dollars on travel last year or something like that. Just an ungodly amount. And it's like, it worked. I, I got this. I got a little bit from Patreon. got a little bit from selling gloves. I got a little, and then you make it work and it's like completely unsustainable, but I'm doing it and I'm going to keep doing it. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy, but I don't regret any of it because it's, it's allowing me to set up and kind of be the expert in, I can transition and I can make different stuff. I don't think like the whole channel falls apart if I'm not able to not go travel, if I'm not able to go to Japan and China and all these different places. Uh, Cause I think I still have this, this nexus of, of me coming up with creative ideas and stuff like that. And even though now that this quarantine thing has happened and I've always felt like, you know, the time was going to come where I got injured or something happened where I would be stuck at home for a long extended period of time. And I'm like, yeah, that's when my creativity is really, really going to go off the charts. And my creativity is uh, not gone off the charts. <laughs> my creativity is uh, pretty stalled out, but I'm finally starting to kind of get it back. Just like me coming back on the <laughs> internet. I was able, I did, I didn't even acknowledge that. I just went right through it. Oh, and no, it, that it worked perfect, out perfect. Man. I need to change the screen so that people can't tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I just, I just put him full screen. It's, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just hilarious. At this point, it's laughable. I, I think it's the best that I can do. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I was talking about you traveling and, Another thing, I, I'm just like digging through the past here. What, what? Yeah. <laughs> Another thing that uh, that I was thinking about was you used to have this skit that you did about Joey Trek. Yeah. And um, you have a lot of sponsors now. Yeah. So yeah. Was, was that hard for you to like be like, hey, am I am I selling out? Am I being the guy that I said I wasn't gonna be? Or like, definitely. How, do you, how does that how does that play out in your yeah, head? Yeah, it was a huge wrestling match. So Sarah actually saw that, and my girlfriend Sarah, who's kind of hasn't didn't even know who I was really until we started getting together, and then she kind of went back through and kind of watched some videos. So she saw the Joey Trek thing for the first time like a week ago, and she was laughing her ass off of, hey, you know Joey Trek, I'm gonna set you up with some Bond Traga tires and all this. <laughs> so that idea was always that I knew, like nobody else knew, I'm sure, that I had something really, really special and something really, really valuable. And that I knew that I could make it work by you guys out there 
being on Patreon. I knew that I had enough people that could instantly turn my channel into a profitable channel where I didn't need to take anything from anybody and be like, boom, this is a total self-contained operation. And that did work. That did get so many people on board and that ethos, you know, that like that, hey, we're gonna do this. And then eventually you start spending so much money on travel every month and you're like, oh dear God, like there's no way this is gonna work. I need like 10,000 <laughs> patrons to make this work. So like, you know, it, the, the reality, and I struggled with it so, so much. Like I posted on Patreon several times, like even like accepting a free bike from Orbea, which I don't consent consider a sponsorship. Like the people in the bike industry consider sending you some free stuff, a sponsorship. It's like, get out of here with that bull yeah, crap. Yeah, you're, you're not, you're not like, paying any bills with that. Yeah, dude. exactly. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm a sponsored rider because I wear these gloves. Like, no, like you have to pay me money and then I'm sponsored. And then that's a good give and take. It's yeah, a, yeah. a thing yeah, that we're definitely. gonna, cause I provide value, you provide uh, value. Yeah, so really. I like when I got the, uh, the, the Orbea, I was like, oh my God, I'm here we go. I had to like a long post on, you know, uh, Patreon just saying, here's how, my feelings and here's why I think this is a good move and da da da. And people were like, yeah, man, it's all good. Like, it's it's no big deal. Like, I maybe have gotten one, uh, like, kind of like, man, you know, kind of disgruntled Patreon person over the past four years or something that was like, ah, yeah. And and then, like, some people will say Joey Trek, and I'm like, I don't know if you're joking or making, and they're yeah. like, no, man, you've come so far. Like, it, like I was like, oh, okay. Like, because I just, I am so wrapped up. I do take it all personal, and that's why it's, I think I'm doing good. That's why I connect with people. I take this all so personal. But yeah, doing the whoop strap sponsorship thing, that was like a big step of like, okay, I'm gonna put this in because I actually like the product. I actually use the product. I think it's good. Once all the coronavirus stuff started, I, I emailed whoop and I said, hey man, I can't do the sponsorship right now because I think we're gonna go through some serious economic horrible stuff. Even though I do believe that tracking your sleep is probably the best way to get your immune system boosted. But I just mm -hmm. didn't wanna say, I didn't wanna, be putting that in the videos and being like, hey, you guys, you know, this virus is, is sweeping through the nation, but one thing you can do to stop, like, oh, I can't, I can't do it. Like, so like, I gave up, you know, a lot of money to like, be like, no, okay, let's, let's stop. Let's not do this yeah. for now. And it was a good partner to work with. Whoop is a good partner to work with. Ibis, being sponsored with the Ibis bike was such, it's such a cool partner to work with. Cause I emailed them in October, like with a very much like, hey, here's what I'm thinking. You could take it or leave it. Like very much like duh, 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 duh. And they were like, yeah. cool, I love it. Like, and I was like, yeah, that's sweet. I'm, I'm glad that we're on the same page. Cause last year I had the Ibis bike, but I didn't ride it exclusively. I took the Orbea to the Czech Republic. And then oh, I took okay. the BMC to the BC bike race. And those two like series, had tons of views they had uh -huh. millions of views on those two series which ibis missed out on people uh -huh. seeing me ride their bike on all these cool different terrains yeah, and yeah. interesting stuff so it's it's very much that exposure therapy of like hey oh wow brian's loving this this is his bike and he he must like it and i do and uh that's why it works but hey if i'm riding the, the orbea rayon and sr sun tour is sponsoring it then they're missing out on on something so yeah, it's something I very much struggled with. I still think about it and it's always going to be like, what's the best way to keep the channel alive? Because yeah. I do want to keep traveling. I would still want to keep spending and doing this crazy thing that probably no one could even imagine. I was, I, I think about it a lot. It's like, there's probably people that have traveled and done as much mountain bike riding as I have, but not over the past four years, like yeah. maybe over 20 years. Like you hear about these guys. Yeah, I've been here. I've been there. I've been there, but like I've done so much and it's, been so awesome to actually have this whole vid video scrapbook of these these amazing adventures that i've done all these other places and uh 
it's crazy. It's, it's the best. And I've said it many times, if it falls apart tomorrow, it's no big deal. We had a great run. I don't think it's going to fall apart tomorrow because I continuously have people that really dig what I'm doing and they're here along for the ride. And yeah, I see Rafe in the chat, Ibis is rad, hard to sell out to them. Yeah, it's very cool to have like a real relationship. Uh, Chuck Ibis, AKA Scott Nickel. Uh, I've known this guy like for years now. I've, I've talked to him at like uh, uh, trade shows and kind of sparked up little conversations. So he knew who I was and I know who, who he was because we'd run into each other on the trail. That's in a couple of the videos where, oh, there's Scott, he's coming down the trail. Or, hey, so we'd chat and we would be very, uh, you know, we'd be, very buddy buddy and all scott would want to talk about is the places that he's ridden like he just loves the stoke and that's what i'm all about it's like oh when you go up to tahoe next time you got to go trucky you got to do dollar rim trail you got to come around this way and it's like every time i talk to scott who's the founder of ibis uh he just loved talking about the trails so it's like you've got this local company that's only a couple hours away down in santa cruz and they love the the trails so why not it's a natural fit it's interesting that that you um that you had that that kind of uh, connection with them. You know, I think that whenever I've been with different um, companies that I've talked to in the time that I've been doing my channel, it's the ones that you have the connection with. It, it's, I, I mean, everybody out there probably thinks that we're just like down to grab any product and take any money, and mm -hmm. you know what I mean. And we just get yeah. online and pretend like we like it. And it's like, no, I actually like want to really truly like a company before I'm talking about it. Definitely, you know, and it, there's some products that I'm like freaking stoked about, then I want to talk about them, you know. Yeah. But there's other companies that is like maybe I was kind of into the product, but then whenever I talked to the company, I was like, you know, you totally. guys don't, you guys, I don't want to tell people to have this, yeah. this experience because if you know what I mean, it's like that, that doesn't sound fun, definitely, you know. So, um, what's one of the questions that you wish people would ask you? Oh, that's such a good question. Oh man. Oh, I, I've heard, I think I've heard you ask this question before. Oh man, I totally wasn't ready for this. Dang it. <laughs> it's all right. I'll let you oh, steal on it for a minute. Man. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't know if I've asked that question before while you think about it. I, it just came to me the other day whenever I was on that podcast and it was like, there's some things that I wish people would ask. And like, I'm not going to be able to pull one up. out. Yeah, right exactly. Now. That's what I heard it's right, like right now. Right now, but it's like, it's like, man, I wish this would be fun to talk about. So I wasn't sure if there was maybe something like that, you know, or how about something that maybe that you feel like you were really miscommunicated on in one of your videos or in the past, maybe misrepresented and you, you wish you could go back and like clear that up. You know, I've, I've talked about this one a couple of times, but uh, there was a ride in, uh, at the Sedona mountain bike fest where, uh, another oh, youtuber the, the came along breaking. came along on a ride broke his frame <laughs> yeah. and i made a video on patreon that was kind of like man these pros they friggin break stuff all the time and they can't tell you about it and it's like ah and i wasn't a man i wasn't man enough to like go with to yeah. that guy one-on-one -on -one and say hey man like can we make a video like where it's like oh we got to show this it's like it happened my videos are all about documenting what happened on the trail good or bad and i just you know i i did it the other way that video that version only came out on patreon i edited it totally to come out yeah. on youtube very clean nobody knew what happened and it's like there was two guys two pros on that ride that day both of them their shit broke and it pissed me off so bad and it's like 
what are we doing out here? What, like every pro that I've ever talked to breaks their stuff all the time and they can't talk about it. And it's yeah. like, what world are we living? We're, we're selling all this stuff to all these people and we're just like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, yeah. It's like, no, we're mountain bikers. We yeah. should believe in what we have. Like, we should say, like, oh, man, I did a freaking 40-foot gap, and, yeah, it, it, it broke. Or, like, oh, this piston, this thing is weird. Like, I just hate it. And that's that's another reason why I never wanted to be sponsored and be on the hook to try yeah. to co cover someone's ass when, no, I'm all about reality. If this frame breaks, I'm going to talk about it. It's going to yeah. be a thing, and it'll probably be because I did something wrong. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I had this conversation with uh, Alex offline last week after we got done with our, our podcast. And um, I, I was like, you know, I didn't want to push the spot thing when we were on live, but I wasn't sure. Like, cause he, had, I'd asked him a similar question and he was like, what are you thinking about Robert? Yeah. It actually was, I wasn't thinking about anything, but after the fact, I was like, I brought that up to him and he was like, man, I wish you would have said that on there. Cause he's like, I never got a chance to really let people know what ended up happening? He's like, yeah. that there was another YouTuber that broke the frame the same way. Wow. And it ended up being like a, a design flaw with the, the rocker arm. The rocker arm is actually what you heard hitting the frame. Yeah, It wasn't like everybody on the internet's like, oh, he didn't have any air in his shot. Yes, yes. And, and apparently that's what it was, you know? And it's like, oh, okay, man, I, I, I could, that's, that's a great example of, man, I wish I could like, clear some shit totally and, and, and totally and i remember that time of like me and him both and even seth now it's like you got to get a video out you've got yeah. two videos a week you're trying yeah. to put out he was on a chasing epic trip he yeah. had, he had to get that video out within the next couple days because that's the cadence of trying right. to make it on youtube so like spot drug i think they drug their feet just enough where yeah. they did have like a pretty good response, I think later, but it yeah. was too late. Like it just, you know, it's like one of those things where it was just such a shit storm where yeah. it's like, dude, this, I got to get these videos out. This is how I ride. I rode your bike. This is reality where yeah. it's like, you need, you know, companies Whatever, like the re yeah. the reality distortion field much better. Yeah. And like, let's yeah. take our time here. Cause you know, a normal video shoot or something, yeah. those things come out like a year later. I remember somebody right. telling me about Danny McCaskill in Switzerland and it's like, Oh, that one just came out. Like that was, that was two years ago or something. Yeah. That's crazy. When you first started, you were doing like three videos. What's your release now? Yeah. Two videos a week. Right now, during the whole quarantine thing, I'm doing one live stream on Mondays and then like one like real video a week on Wednesday, and then yeah. might ramp that up a little bit. I've gotten out on a couple rides, and those those will be on YouTube soon. And I actually, uh, I, I feel like I'm gonna stir up a little bit uh, on Wednesday's video because I talk about masks, wearing masks on the trail, and nobody oh, wants to hear that. And like you know, so I'm fine with it. I'll you know I'll live and die by. You want to stand up for what you believe in, but yeah. there's a certain point. Like uh, I've been watching the the Last Dance Michael Jordan documentary on ESPN. I've heard a lot about that. It's, I haven't watched it yet. It's, it's, it's very it's 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 quite good. Episode five is fantastic about him wanting to go to Adidas and signing with Nike, all that stuff. But uh, he had a chance to endorse a black Democrat in North Carolina versus mm -hmm. a white Republican that had one of the worst track records on race, Jesse mm -hmm. Helms. And he had the chance to endorse, you know, uh, Gantt, I believe his name was, who was running for a Senate uh, seat. Mm -hmm. And he just said, no, I'm not going to do it. It's just not my thing. I'm basketball. And I, I really, you know, that's his thing. We should all, it's America. We have our thing. But like yeah. he, he also said, hey, Republicans buy sneakers too. And yeah. people thought that was like such like a, oh my God. And it's like, 
No, it, we're all people. Like yeah. it is true. Like especially in today's world, if you say one thing, boom, it's on the other side, and it's it's so divided and stuff. But if you believe in something, you should be willing to stand up and take the beating. And if you believe mm -hmm. it, and I'm very much a person that can change my mind and see new info yeah. and be like, yeah, yeah, maybe I wasn't right about that. It's true. I've never gone back and forth so much about this friggin' virus thing. It is yeah. endless of like, ah, it's just, uh, you know, people get sick and those are the people. Yeah. And then on the other side, it's like, oh, God, now the babies. And now uh, no, I hear stories about normal people like, ah, it, it never yeah. ends. It's, it's, it's brutal. I hate that it uh, has only driven us apart. It is only yeah. making us more suspicious of our people in our community when normally this stuff brings us together to unite and be like, we're going to do it. Oh, and just when we're done getting driven as far apart as possible, we're going to go right into the election season. That's going to be great. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I can't wait. <laughs> USA! Yeah. USA! Yeah, it's just amazing how divided people get during that time. And it's sad because, like, you know, people should be able to, like, be friends and get along yeah. and have differences and opinions. And I don't understand. I think it has to do with, like, that, like, keyboard courage. Facebook. That, like, I yeah, think it's Facebook because, like, you know, you might have been a closet conservative and had all these beliefs and stuff, and, like, Facebook allows you to share a post, and it sh it allows you to share some thoughts, and people all of a sudden see behind your mind and be like, what? Are you, are you yeah. kidding me? And we, you know, I believe certain things that a lot of people probably wouldn't believe, and yeah. it's just not a forum for, like, getting in because you're sharing this crazy video about, ah, yeah. this crazy thing versus, like, Having the conversation in person and face is always different of like, yeah, okay, I could I could kind of see that. Yeah, and it's like the it goes both ways where it's like, you know, I feel like like because people aren't in front of each other, like they're willing to get angry and and irate and delete somebody. Where like if you were like sitting around the kitchen table and you were like having your discussion and you could say what you wanted to say, which was completely opposite from them, they're not gonna like flip you off, walk out of your house and yeah. like never come see you again. Totally. You know, like, but for some reason on Facebook, it's like, delete, I got yep. the power. You Definitely. know, it's like, it's really, really strange. Yeah. How, and it's how, very much like the world we live in with negative comments. You yeah. just always try to picture that guy that was like in high school that was just a, just, oh, just, you can't take this guy's opinion for anything. He has a, right. a terrible life and he just, like, you know, he wants to take it out on somebody. He's having a horrible day. He's having a horrible year and he's gonna just uh, lash out any way they can with, you know, but man, when it's so articulately written or whatever, it's just <laughs> like, oh, you, you read it in a voice of someone who actually uh, has something to say. Yeah, yeah. It's hard, you know, with, with some of that stuff. I don't usually. I've said this a bunch of times. I, I think I get those comments, but I think they're funny or something like that. <laughs> You're Teflon. <laughs> like, like, yeah. So I just like, don't get that. They're actually being serious. I'm like, Oh my God, he called me a fat ass. That's hilarious. You know? And I'm like, wait a minute. Was he? <laughs> uh -huh. Just when he had something good to say, the keyboard warriors. Only use Facebook for bike parts, says Jack. Okay, you're back. You're back. That was a that was a quick one. I didn't oh, start was. start any new tangents. Oh sweet. I was just about ready to <laughs> kick the dog. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't know. What was the last thing I just said? That every time it goes off, it's like my brain shuts off. Yeah, so you're talking like you get negative comments, but somehow uh, yeah. your brain your brain is able to like bounce them off. Like maybe yeah. maybe maybe a little bit of uh his maybe uh growing up. People yeah. make fun of you or something like that. So you're able to kind of grow uh, yeah, the thicker sure. skin. 
you know, I, my last name is Schumacher, so like I definitely got a lot of teasing because of the like the oh make me some shoes or whatever, you know, <laughs> like. But I think every kid gets teased. Yeah, mine was like JFK, John F. Kennedy, related uh, to the president. Yeah. Just like the the yeah. easiest, like lowest common denominator. Like yeah. just like yeah, yeah. I, I grew up pretty poor too, and maybe like some of that has something to do with it, where it was just like I had to like accept that if people were gonna like be down on you, like there's nothing that I could do about it. You, you know what I mean? So it was like maybe there's just some part of that, or it's like another part where it's like. I just can't be really bothered putting my energy into like some bullshit like that. You know, like it Dude. just, it just it's, doesn't, doesn't work well for me. It's, and that's so easy to say, but to actually live it, if you're, yeah. if you are actually feel that way, like that is awesome, man, because I feel that way, you know, 99% of the time. And then one just sneaks in and it's like, oh, yeah. why did it actually hurt me? How is this possible? I've been doing this too long. But I'll second guess the shit out of some stuff with like people that I'm friends with, you know, and like, like I, I, I know in the past, like I say, maybe send you a text about something and I'm like, maybe he didn't think that was funny. Why didn't he reply? Yeah. Beating the fucking. Yeah. Shit that's I'm just a, all the F-bombs right that's now. That's a whole different, just, that's a whole different realm of like insecurity and like, oh, yeah. I was out on a ride, man. Like yeah. you reply back. I have no security there. Like yeah. on the internet, I'm like, you know, like iron, iron sides. Ride or something <laughs> like that. But, but stuff like that where I'm just like, I just, oh man, I fall apart. Quick, so. <laughs> it's it's funny how, thi how, how things are. Oh, he had a good one. Dang it. Dang it. StreamYard, you son of a gun. How? Oh, wait, he's oh, back. He's already back. Faster. They're getting faster. I'm even <laughs> losing my train of thought now. Yeah, sweet. I'm Start from there. the top. Start from the top. <laughs> So I was just saying, it's just funny how, how, how people like live their lives that way. And one thing can really affect somebody that doesn't affect somebody else. And yeah, but you know, vice versa. It, it's, um, I guess it's just, you know, it's what makes us all individuals, right? Definitely. It is. And, uh, Rogan has like one of the best sayings of all time, hurt people, hurt people. That's all you need to know. Oh, that makes sense. Hurt makes people, hurt sense. people. If you think about when you're kids and just kids that were really mean and bullies, it's like you just wish you could go back home, back, back in time and be like, hey, man, how much is your dad beating the shit out of you every day yeah. at home? And yeah. like, what is going on? Like, yeah. what kind of weird sexual stuff is happening? Like, why is this girl actually going? This is seventh grade, man. Like, this is not, yeah. this should not be happening right now. Yeah. Like, it just, it happens. And uh, it, it just, it doesn't seem like it would still keep happening. And these cycles would keep repeating and it's, oh, it's 2020 but life is life i think that's one of the things that like how as a, like a society i feel like humans that will actually get to like a different level is when we actually really stop trying to like focus on making our lives easier and better by technology and me mechanisms but like figuring out like how to make our lives better like because mentally we figured out what the hell's wrong with us and how we operate and communicate that each to each other and teach each other in a way that we actually live our lives that way. You, you know, I, I think that, um, I think you get what I'm saying. I do. I actually do get what you're saying because I love technology. I'm like all yeah. about technology. I think technology is going to save us all. I think there's going to be so yeah. many improvements even still. But if you can't look inside and be like, 
I just had this crazy blow up and I yelled at this person. Like, why did yeah. I yell at this person? Like, what yeah. is going on inside of me that, because I felt afraid because I, yeah. w- I thought I was going to do it this way, but we're going to do it this way now. And that, oh, I'm scared. I'm scared. Yeah. That comes out as like uh, trying to bite someone's head off. Yeah, and then it seems like you do it more to people that you care about than of course. people that you, you let, don't, you know? You let, your, you let your guard down, and yeah, you're like, yeah. oh, no, you're comfortable, and it's, it is. It's the ultimate. It's the worst. <laughs> so, um, Cook my I, dinner, Sarah. When, when is this going to be right. ready? <laughs> get, get back in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I've been a little awestruck you know, from some people that I've met and I've definitely seen some people come up to me and be like, you know, a little like, Oh my God, it's, that's this dude on the internet. Who's somebody that, that you've got that whenever you met them. Oh man. So this, that guy that I was talking about earlier, Mark Norman, the comedian. So I went and Uh saw him uh, at the punchline. And then after comedians are usually pretty good about like doing a little meet meet and greet, wait in the line. And like, I was like, had a couple little anecdotes to tell him and I totally like fumbled them and stuff. And (laughs) I I wasn't even going to get a picture, but like, cause I, you know, I know that I like getting pictures with people, but I know how much like a handshake and a real conversation is so much better actually trying to connect with someone that you yeah, really yeah. like like is so much better than hey let's do a picture like da, da, da. but he was like hey let's get a picture and i'm glad we got a picture and stuff but yeah he, he's uh, such a cool dude because i listen to his podcast and all these things and i'm like oh da, da, da. yeah he just just fumbled the hell out of the thing, right? <laughs> has there been any, any uh real awkward ones that you've had with people coming up to you Man, it, it's it's pretty much on the on the whole, it's fantastic. But there there have been some really some classic ones. There's a classic one when like me and enough time has passed now. It's like the statue of limitations really has to keep rolling yeah. for me to be able to tell these great stories. But there was what classic one. Me, Seth, and Alexander were hanging out, and uh, you know, we, a, a guy came up was like, "Hey, man, how's it going? You know, my my kid loves your videos," and like kind of kind of saddled up and was eating there with us and it was the linger the lingerer the people that just like dude get in and get out like it's yeah. like you gotta like tell your story hey what's up that's great like when you're when it's like unless you're really shucking and jiving and like we're yeah, like yeah. laughing and if you're yeah. like able to really keep the conversation going then we're still having a conversation right. but if you're kind of like it's like it's that's your time so i i was the bad guy in this it was good because they were more like you know into seth and talked Uh to seth and oh my god it's seth so i was kind of the bad guy in the situation where i kind of really ramped it up i was like hey nice meeting you guys we're gonna get back to this now like uh, take it easy like i i did it a couple times and and uh he got the hint eventually, but it, it took a couple of hints, man. It's like, <laughs> holy moly, get in, get out, boom, boom, and hit the road. And like, it's, uh, it's funny, but I, I see it. I, it's, it's an, for people. It's like, there's, I think there's things people want to say and like, they don't know how to say it. And it's like, cause I know just as much as anyone else, sometimes videos and comedy can get you through some pretty rough times and stuff. Yeah. You just have like a couple bad days or something and you, you flip on some YouTube and you're like, Oh man, this is, this is nice. Especially when you're sick or you got the flu or something like mm-hmm. those videos and live streams, it is such like nourishment for the soul. And you're like, man, you want to be able to tell somebody that. And it's like, it just yeah. comes out so awkward and it doesn't really translate. I don't remember if it was last week or somebody I was talking to that, that really odd thing about, it is that that person knows you 
on a personal level and you don't know them at all. Yeah. Like, you know, like somebody that watches like Tom Hanks movies, right? <laughs> like they don't know Tom Hanks. They know yeah. like the character. You know yeah. what I mean? They but that's but a great like, example too, because he's I don't know much about him at all. Right, right. But like with us, it's like they know us a lot, you know, especially if Definitely. they've been around for a while or they went and binged everything. So it's like they're walking up to you, man, and you're like They're loaded, have, yeah. You know, like I have nothing, dude. Like, yeah. They've got all the anecdotes, all the yeah. things, the yak. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 It's funny. I don't know about you, but I can like tell from across the room <laughs> when somebody recognizes me and they're like, they're having this dialogue in their head. Like, should I say something? Do I not say something? And then you'll like walk away or whatever. And you're like, I know that guy recognizes yeah. me. And yeah. then you'll get like this message on like Instagram like <laughs> two days later, like, dude, I ran into you. That was so cool. You're like, why did you just say hi, man? Totally. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I, I'm with kids. I try to be like, Hey man, what's up? Like I, I remember at Whistler one time we were kind of all sitting, like it was like me and BCPOV, like all the Whistler EWS guys, like kind of sitting around eating. And I could tell there was a kid like kind of looking off and like being like, what 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 yeah. like just like like couldn't you know get the courage to come say hi or whatever but like i think maybe i even went up to him or something like hey man like kind of thing just enough to like really get, give him a special feeling because I, I i don't know how it would be if i was a, a third grader you know going up to uh seinfeld or whatever it would be you know yeah, probably later I, on but it'd be tough i always feel kind of awkward too whenever it's kids because i'm like dude my panel is kind of raunchy <laughs> man and drinking a lot of beer and like it's their parents are there and they're like oh he's a big fan and i'm like do you listen to the stuff that i'm saying you know hell yeah baby <laughs> right? so jack adler threw up this in, in the comments i thought it was actually pretty good he said how do you keep your channels free of politics in these diverse times divisive the divisive oh, times man. Oh. i said it wrong yeah, apparently i can't read or get internet so <laughs> It's tough. It, it is really tough because there's enough stuff that I believe in. I I kind of throw in my little things here and there, but I'm such down the middle that it's like it's okay. Like ah, people think this, people think that, and uh, I think uh, I don't want to be the total guy that pretends like nothing's going on in the world and like you come here for an ex escape. And I'd rather be kind of like, hey, here's what I think. And that's why on Patreon, I did all kinds of virus updates every week of like, oh, here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm seeing. Here's, oh, my mom works at a hospital. Here's what they're they're saying and stuff. And yeah, but to really go down the path of like, this guy sucks. This guy's better. This guy should be in prison. This guy shouldn't. And uh, it's it's tough. I just, I, I can't do it. Yeah. I can't do it. I try to stay away from it, honestly, just because like, I know how like, how divided people are over like that and just a couple of other topics where because you love like, trump so much right? i know it yeah, right i mean but like the things are it's like like just like you said like i mean I, i'm not like 100 in bed with anybody either you know it's like i have things that i like about this person or that person and and same with like if we're talking about politics or yep. if we're talking about religion or whatever oh, it is like I, I got all these beliefs that aren't like 100 but if you say one thing that maybe reson like resonates the the opposite bell from what somebody that's listening to yeah you, you know like it hurts they, all they hear man yeah, exactly you know? and, and it's like dude I, yeah. I, I, I i'm I, i'm a person that has opinions you know just like anybody else but um i don't know we share third party talk about it you we know? need a, think, we need a third party i think that's pretty much what it is it's like yeah. somewhere maybe in the middle like a little bit of this a little bit of that and then shakes everything up enough to kind of like Get people on their toes. 
Or maybe we just need America to be a third world country for a while. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and all of a sudden, they'd be like, oh, man, can we maybe. go back to that? It's not so bad. I think, you know, you've done a lot of travel. We were actually had this conversation the other day at, around the table and uh, my, my family and I. And um, it was like, you know, a lot of people don't get around the world to see some of these other places. And like for me, when I was in the military and seeing a place like Bosnia and Croatia, where it's just yeah. like completely and that was in the 90s. That was the yeah. real deal stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's just like seeing seeing a city that's completely leveled and thinking about like, how would that be if this was my neighborhood? Yes, because that like, was the, the, you know, it's sad to say, but that wasn't a third world country. That right. wasn't like you know, mud huts and stuff. Right, that was right, like yeah. real 20, 20th century buildings yeah, and like yeah. white people like, oh yeah, my yeah. God, like, oh, <laughs> this is, how could have this ever happened? Like, and we just right. don't see it. We don't, we're so far, we're not that far away from World War II, but we are so far away mentally to yeah. ever think that anything like that could ever happen and like that people still had to go on and their friggin' lives were ruined and they were the only survivor of their, uh, you know, their, you know family or whatever so uh, it, yeah it's crazy i i hate that we forget about that stuff so much yeah it's crazy i mean i think even with world war ii you know it's like we, we didn't really have other than pearl harbor i mean we didn't have this stuff happening on american soil so yes. you know if you look at pictures of germany during world war ii like that place was leveled Definitely. you know it was like holy yeah. cow man yeah. like how did anybody even survive like yeah. you see pictures of their major cities and you're like what how like, I know. how would you get flat? fresh water like how, where yeah. would you go take a dump like there's yeah, all these yeah. crazy things that happen yeah. at, like the response and how everybody have to get together like it is ridiculous What's uh what's uh one of the the places that really shocked you when you went there like you were expecting more out of it like it was good. you were you were expecting it to be like bigger more civilized and you got there and you're like wow this is like this is like way different than I thought you know You know a lot of the places it's funny how almost the same everywhere in the world is yeah. like it's almost kind of sad like it's like oh yeah this is the same as this is the same as this but like China was definitely a very very interesting one for sure because I before I did the Tibet trip that was kind of mostly in China, uh, the company Extravagant Yak, they also did like a touristy non-bike trip to the mm -hmm. city called Lhasa. And Lhasa is like the real deal capital of the Tibet Autonomous Region, the capital of mm -hmm. Tibet when it was an independent country where like that's like the crazy stuff happens there. That's like if Nazi Germany had the technology that we have today, that's what Lhasa is now. It's like uh -huh. the, the, the Chinese Communist Party, like, oh, we got yeah. face we got face scanners. We got we yeah. got everybody has to have their card to go through. It's like, ooh, the 21st century like ghettos and just like total yeah. clampdown on the Tibetan like people, like the real like ethnic Tibet Tibetans can't uh -huh. really travel around. They gotta have their papers, they gotta scan in cards. Us white people walking around, like, oh yeah, yeah, come on through, like no problem, right. kind of thing. Because it's 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 legit crazy over there, and it, it, yeah, it, it surprised me. I kind of knew, you know, you've heard free Tibet and all that stuff, yeah. and there's definitely two sides to every story. There's definitely like the Chinese side where they're, oh god, maybe there is a little bit of truth that this was just like a super rich, uh, you know, religious kingdom, and like the people were super starving. Versus, hey, the communists took over and freaking killed a ton of people and basically burned every church to the ground but there's still a couple churches there now just for novelty tourism yeah. purposes and stuff right. so it was pretty eye-opening pretty uh 
crazy to like get to see, hey, this is what the Nazis would do if they were, you know, operating now. And like, it's, it's pretty, ah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. It's interesting too, whenever you um, are traveling and you hear people that aren't Americans opinion of Americans, because <laughs> sometimes we always think that everybody thinks we're great, you know, and then you get somewhere and you start hearing people talk about, you know, well, they're doing this and, and yeah. you're like, oh, wow, maybe like, maybe we're not you know as it's, great as we think we are you know it's amazing how much like so i started my channel 2016 and then i did my first international trip in october that was right before the election that was like i went to spain and uh, you know the trump thing was like rolling and all everybody wanted to know oh what do you think of trump what do you think of trump yeah, and yeah. that it's it's still like a constant conversation of like how fixated the world is on american it's like yeah. it's kind of strange to actually be there and be somewhere else where that's all they want to talk about not even yeah. because i'm an american like that's all they're talking about normally and yeah, like yeah. how weirdly we are the center of the world somehow and yeah. I, I believe it from our economic and political power and stuff but you guys can work on your own stuff too right. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can make your country better too instead yeah. of complaining about us like yeah, it's totally. impossible you were talking about Tibet, and for some reason, it started making me think about like like the Himalayas and stuff. Yeah. And uh, do you ever watch any of those like documentaries on people that like 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 climb mountains and stuff? I've seen I've seen a couple. There's some pretty like crazy. Um, cra oh, right as we were gonna get into it, I bet he'll 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 snap back in. So when I was in Tibet, that's basically the Himalayas on the north side of the Himalayas is China, and then the south side of the Himalayas is Nepal. And Nepal supposedly has a lot of mountain bike infrastructure, actually. So there's all kinds of different places you can go and ride. Oh, and I'm back. <laughs> I don't know what happened on your end. So anyways, yeah. I'm just gonna jump back where I was at. So yeah. um, so what I, what I was thinking was like, if you weren't like, in the mountain biking and there was like some other thing that you could like click your fingers and tomorrow you were like a pro at that uh, like like what would what would that be or was there like in some kind of like crazy like climb climb the mountain kind of thing that you would want to do you know i really like paragliding like uh -huh. when i see people do paragliding in vallejo there's a very big hill that i think it's world renowned even people come out and do this hill because you can get really good wind and you can take off and float around and do a flight and you know that's just you with your parachute yeah. flying around i've done it in switzerland like a tandem but uh, -huh. uh that's something that eventually i think i would really like to do and get good at but it's so dangerous it's just like yeah it's it's quite crazy but if i could snap my fingers and be it like yeah, one, yeah. Of the, one of the world's best and just go yeah. up for a ride i really love the paramotor thing there's a guy on youtube called yeah. named tucker got that's like showing some things where you get the engine strapped to your back and nowadays i think the electric ones are getting better so it's not a big noisy thing and you just go and fly around and see the world i just love, love looking down when i'm when I take off in a flight, that's one of the, my most favorite things is looking down and just seeing like everything down below and, you know, getting, uh, taking out off out of Oakland and heading east. You can usually, I can usually see my house. I can usually see the Carquinas straight. I can usually see the different stuff. So it's awesome. Awesome. Bike Psalm. How about flying in a squirrel suit? Oh my God. The squirrel suit stuff is so crazy. It is like, beyond i think you actually have to have like the weird alex honnold thing where your brain doesn't register fear that's like all those guys do that and like 
I remember seeing a YouTube video about, oh yeah, seven of my friends have died in wingsuiting. And luckily, no, none of my friends have died mountain biking that I know of. <sighs> Dead air. Dead air. <laughs> Rob's taking beer breaks. <laughs> We've got something good planned, and we're gonna, I'm going to hang in there long enough for him to get back so we can wrap it up. Maybe we'll be able to wrap it up with, uh, with us fly, flying in. The Alec, Axel Rodriguez wants to know what the best East Bay riding spot is. What is the best East Bay riding spot? I don't know. What do you think, Rob? What's, <laughs> what's the best East Bay riding spot? Oh, look at that. Back. Um, back for now, man. We'll see what happens. Dude, I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you, like, picking up the ball and running. <laughs> holy crap. This is like, we're, we're going to have to have a do-over like a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm down. I'm down. All right. So I heard you I heard you mentioning about hanging out long enough to make something happen. Yeah, let's do so it. You, you want to do it? Yeah. So so I usually ask people what, um, what they're into as far as, like, what kind of YouTube channels they like. So, um... Do you, do, you, do you have any favorites? Yeah, man. I'm big watching Matt Reisinger. It's the build show. He's building all <laughs> kinds of crazy, uh, building buildings all the time. And I'm like getting into building science and I just want to build like stuff now. But, uh, and of course, Hot Ones. I think we both share a love for the Hot Ones YouTube channel. Oh, yes, we do. We, we had this conversation beforehand. And uh, here's some of your favorite people on there, man. I always like seeing Burt Kreischer on there. Yeah, Burt actually was excellent. The recent one where it was like more of a, uh, it was a, a Zoom call kind of a, like like we're doing right now. Yeah, uh, yeah. And it was excellent. Like he's, he's a funny guy. Uh, I, I yeah, it, <clears throat> it was really good. And yeah, it's good when people can go roll with the punches and not just get totally destroyed and like, oh, I'm here to do my publicity kind of thing. Uh-huh. So, um if anybody doesn't watch that show, basically it's like a, a oh, we lost him, we lost him. So I'll, I'll take over. Hot ones. It's so it's an interview show. Ah! Oh, you're oh, back, you're back. Oh, okay, you, you go, you go for it. So so a guy interviewing a celebrity, and they go through eating like a handful of hot wings together, and the the sauces are just getting hotter and hotter. And um, he's just a really good interview, and it's pretty fun to uh to check out and uh there's this one sauce on there called da bomb and uh so, so brian and i went out and bought this thing it is ridiculous they say I, it's the worst they say it's like literally like it's always the one that tastes the worst it's the one that like really gets people to like be like what is going on uh. so i um I, I when i i got my bottle the cap was broken off the top <laughs> So I had to like clean this bag out and I had it all over my hands. I washed my hands with like dish soap and uh, I, I thought I got it all off. Everything was good to go. Like like half an hour later, I wasn't like driving to Auburn to go ride. Touch and your I touched eyes. My eye and it started burning something fierce. So then worse than that, I went riding and I think from like washing my hands and having that stuff all over it, like it was like all over my hands. I didn't really realize it. <laughs> so by the end of the ride, like my pores had opened up and my hands burned for the rest of the oh night. Oh my God. So now we're going to eat it. Let's do it. I've got right. my nugs. I've got my uh, plant-based nuggets here. Uh, are we just doing one? Uh, yeah, we're, we're just doing one. We're not, there's definitely like one, one spot, like one dab. That's what the, the, the hot sauce 
the directions call for like one dot at a time. So I'll do a little, I'll do enough. I'll do enough to get me going here, but I'm not, I'm not going to go full on. I mean, this is probably going to be enough to cause a, a reaction for sure. I'm ready. I'm ready. You're here. You're here. <laughs> we got All right. you. So I see you talking about you're just doing a little little dab. Yeah, part. not a full dip. That's that's probably plenty. That's as much as you're going with. I'll, okay, I'll put. It's it's one drip. That's like one drip. If I was, right. let me switch I was, my camera here. I'll I'll show you guys what I'm gonna do here. Let's go. Let's put some on here. I don't know how much to go with either. But... <laughs> oh, God. Don't do it. It's I like mean, if we're gonna eat this thing, we might. No! Eat it, right? <laughs> oh God. So, so all right, I mean... I'll go a little more. I'll go a little more in solidarity here. Oh it, dear God. This is gonna be the worst day of your life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to get any of this sauce on my hands because I know what happened last time. Yeah, good call. So go all right. You ready to go in? Yep. Yep. I am ready. Let's oh, do it. Fuck, I'm scared. <laughs> so if anybody doesn't want to hear Yeah. Oh, it's coming on strong. It just already has that peppery. I think it right tastes like up. battery acid. Mm. <laughs> it's ramping up. I can just feel it. it's already ramping up. The the tongue is tickling. That's going pretty good, man. Why oh would it God. Oh no, here we go. Why like would anyone train. put this on their food? It's like a train coming in a station. Yeah. <laughs> it was about a, a mile out a minute ago. The front of the tongue to the back. I see Joe's in here, Colorado kid. Yeah. I do have a bucket ready to go. Just in, to case, go. Just in case. I'm not even going to drink water. <sighs> I'm going in of for the water gonna, for sure. Of course I'm going to drink water. It's definitely like ramping up the whole back of my mouth ah it is like is acid it is not food completely on fire i've done the uh the super ah. hot uh sauce at um b-dubs this is like a hundred and fifty thousand scoville or something like that and the uh, b-dubs one buffalo wild wings yeah i think theirs is like 350 or something like that it's moving but holy shit into the it's... back now oh yeah <laughs> pretty much going down down the throat so if you watch Hot Ones, they always ask like some serious questions right about now. Yeah. So I was thinking, you know, you've traveled the world. You got a girlfriend now. You've uh, blown your channel up to a couple hundred thousand. <laughs> you've become famous enough to eat a stupidly, extremely hot piece of chicken wing or chicken nugget on, on your channel. What's next? What are you looking forward to? Uh, I'm looking forward to getting the 50 state shred back on the road. Because I, I owe it to you guys. Oh, Robert's gone. I owe it to you guys to get back to try to get as many states as possible. I still have 37 states to go. I did 13 states on the 50 states. It hurts to exhale. No, I don't know if anyone's ever said that before. That it actually hurts to exhale. But uh, yeah, I got a lot of states to get to. And uh, I will get to them. I will get to them. I... I have to feel comfortable though. I, I talk about this in my upcoming videos and you've already seen it if uh, you've watched my Patreon, but it has to feel comfortable to be like, hey, I'm traveling all these states. I'm, oh, I'm, a, I'm getting out there and I'm doing it. It's like, ah, it has to feel right, but I have to kind of push my comfort zone a little bit too because I gotta keep, oh, just like natural saliva <laughs> swallowing hurts so much. Yeah, Rob just quit. He just gave up. 
he knew this was coming, so he wanted... He's turning many, many shades of red. Man, I just feel it. I just feel it in the back of my tongue. How do they keep, keep going? How would you even be able to keep going after this one? It's crazy. I think someone said 113,000 Scoville. 135,600 Scoville. It's just like, man. Ah, Steve Y in the chat came back from a three three state road trip. Everywhere outside of California is pretty normal. Whew. Oh, I, I'm not going to have the yogurt. I know you want to give me the yogurt. <laughs> okay, maybe I'll have the yogurt. Sour cream with syrup. Sour cream with syrup. It'll work better. Uh, Sarah says this will help. Uh, this is like more disgusting than the hot sauce. Uh, yeah, it was great, honey. Oh, that was really good. It really calmed it down. Thank you. Uh, it's... <laughs> I, it's funny too because it's I'm not at that point where I'm desperate enough to actually uh, eat something that I wouldn't really want. It's more fun if we just. Oh, I see you there. Are you back? Oh, he's turning a couple shades. Welcome back, Rob. Welcome back. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> Sweet baby Jesus. I'm I don't like the dairy. I, I don't drink on the, the milk. YouTube stream. Yeah. But I'm not seeing it on my own computer. Uh, okay. Lagging out a little bit. So I don't know what's happening. <laughs> clear I've been out the sign for the last few minutes. Ah, clear I have, out. Like seriously, tears running down my face. Oh man, I wonder if I uh, give give Sarah a kiss. What would happen? Ah. This is the virus. We got the right the virus going. Yeah, my uh, my, <laughs> I look more white than normal. But I think it's a little desaturated. Rob's uh, uh Rob's uh, screen is a little more saturated than me. I can feel it. I can feel it on my on my tongue. Dang! How the heck? I guess you could still keep going after that, but man, I wonder. I wonder. We started with a hot habanero peppers and blended them with smoky chipotle peppers and natural pepper extract to create a sauce that was lab tested at 135,600 Scoville units. Wicked beyond belief. <laughs> Wandering with Wade says, wait till it exits. Ooh, the old downside, the downside guarantee as they like to call it in sports. Warning, this sauce is extremely hot. Keep out of reach of children consume one drop at a, at a time with extreme caution. They were right. They were right. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm stressed. Got the Kramer going. Next challenge, eat that sauce, then bomb down Hoot in Nevada City. <laughs> I like that, Joe. That's a good one. Oh, man. I want to wipe my nose, but I, I, I don't, did I touch this? Is this touch that? I've watched enough hot ones to know that I need to go into like a decompression chamber after this. Oh, only if you eat the seeds. Oh. <laughs> Bikers, Biker Bar's in the chat. He's in the chat. My internet is just hating me. 
what is my exit strategy? Rob, I'm wait. I'm gonna wait long enough for Rob to join in. Ah, uh, we're gonna have to make this up by actually uh, doing another, uh, an even hotter one. Oh no! Ah, uh. <laughs> Steve, why said he made a guy at work throw up by doing the bomb? It looks like Mac. Oh, that was pretty good, man. That was pretty Dude, good. I'm gonna have to go back and watch how it ha how it happened with you. I can tell you honestly, at this point, it's um, it's subsided enough that it's yeah, like... it's 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 there, but it's not. Yeah, it was. It, there's like a wave. <clears throat> there's definitely a wave where it was like exhaling. I didn't. Yeah. I've never heard anyone say when they're exhaling through their mouth that they actually felt yeah, it. It, burns, it was like burns more brutal. It made tears come out down my face. I didn't want to touch my face though. So. <laughs> I've already, already decided that's not going to happen. But um, holy cow. I tell you what, that puts a whole new perspective to everybody that's done that show and it made really it through is. that. Because that's like number six or number seven or number five. I think it's like, like seven. I think yeah, it's seven. Yeah, it's like you're still got a little bit to go after that one. And it just. It seems like it's still coming in waves too for some reason. Like it, I'll, be, I'll be like, oh, it's okay. And then all of a sudden it'll be like. It was funny too, because like right when it was making its way down my throat, because it was on my tongue, but then there was just a little bit where I swallowed enough to get it down. I don't feel anything in my stomach whatsoever, which is yeah. bizarre. Like the nerve endings aren't there yeah. or whatever. Like uh, fun fact, birds don't have the, the the enzyme or whatever for capsaicin, which is what causes us to be like, Ugh. so birds can eat peppers and eat all those seeds and everything just fine. But for oh, really? us, it like it. It hits hard, and I think pretty yeah. much every other animal too. Whew. Yeah, it definitely cleaned out my sinuses. That's for damn sure. Oh, <laughs> bring the dude, hot sauce was, on the next that was, ride. That was impressive, dude. I tell you what, man. I, I wasn't. I was. Uh, I was nervous about that. To tell you the truth, <laughs> I, I just... actually I wasn't nervous until before we started. I hadn't taken the lid off, and I actually smelled it. I'm like, oh god, what are we getting into? I I had not even like, oh yeah, well it'll be fun. We'll do it. I and now like more scarred now from actually going through it i will say when i did that one at b-dubs that like i went i i i had tried like three of them and i couldn't taste anything for like hours like it was horrible but that was that was pretty bad though man that one just like smacks you like a freight train and you're just like you, you want to run away from yourself man these guys that like it's just an escalation it's like some kind of thing like oh yeah Man, I really appreciate you coming on the show and, and like I said, like pulling through on my internet and God only knows what happened here. So we'll have to pull something else back together and hopefully uh, we can have a more uh, legitimate conversation without you having to toe the line for me. <laughs> happy to time. be here, dude. Totally really, happy to be here. Really do appreciate it. Uh, is there anything you want to say on your way out? You get this camera, this camera, this <laughs> camera. <laughs> Man, I've been. Uh, I'm. I'm, I'm going to be live streaming tomorrow, 9 a.m. I think today's Sunday, right? Yeah, so I'll be up. Hopefully, I'll still have my voice. I'll still have my stuff going, and many more videos here. I take entertaining you guys very seriously. This is my passion. It's my vocation. It's my drive, and that's why I'm here to to make you guys smile, to make you guys think a little bit, and laugh, and hopefully get a little inspiration to go travel these places when you legally are able to. Right on, man. Hey, I, like you've been an inspiration to me, honestly. I wouldn't have got off my ass and took my old biker.com website down and started building the channel that I have Hell yeah. to get to where I am. And so every time like somebody that's congratulating me on like 
helping them through something like that's also like you know coming back through you as well dude the circle so, of life for sure yeah, i know it's been it's been a, a great ride i really appreciate you for freaking motivating me to get off my ass dude that that was awesome so Hell yeah keep keep doing what you're doing there those of you guys that hung around for that whole shit show <laughs> i apologize for how everything went down do me a favor though if you did like it and you feel bad for us what we what we ate just hit the subscribe button please and maybe the like button it, i don't care if you hit the like button as much as i want you to hit the subscribe button. yeah because we really got to get to this to a point where we can have the super chats and then you can go ahead and like throw up a thousand dollars and we'll eat a second one exactly <laughs> egg it on you gotta exactly the interact the interactivity is very good if you got a second account if you've got a, a third or fourth account to switch your accounts log into the different yeah. one yeah we got more we got more than 100 people watching this yeah. live stream right now hell yeah so also uh, just want to throw a quick shout out again to to uh, Project 321 Hubs, man. They're they're a great company out, out of uh, Bend, Oregon. Jake's a good guy. Like I said earlier, man, I've been riding their, their hubs for a long time. So I'm definitely not just up here telling you because they decided to sponsor the show. So that uh that code was biker bar baller, except for he didn't spell biker with a B1. So I'm gonna uh, yeah. So it's B-I-K-E-R. Is it over? Can we can we pretend like we're not feeling this anymore? <laughs> I hear you, man. Cut I'm it off. Just make it stop, right? <laughs> That's just hilarious. I'm trying to get there. We go. I can see this cool. thing just lagging the hell out of it. So hey, I want everybody to remember one thing. It only takes a bike to be a biker. So get out and be one. Thanks a lot, Brian. My pleasure.